Hey, everybody. What's good? It's your girl, Sharana Reeves. You are listening to These Three Things Podcast, and I am back for part two of The Self-Aware Narcissist with Leon Walker. Man, you guys have had some thoughts about Leon in this episode. I do appreciate all of the feedback that I have gotten, and I just want to say that I do appreciate those of you who have a negative feeling about a particular episode as well, because I am the type of person that I can identify with how other people may feel the way they feel about something. So um, I totally get that. If this is your first time listening to these three things podcast, and you would like to reach out to me about an episode that you've listened to or a feeling that you've had or a thought that you've had about a particular episode, you can reach me at these three things podcast at gmail.com. That's these three things podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. I respond to everybody unless you emailing me with some nonsense and I don't have the time or energy to deal with that. So you won't hear back from me, but for the rest of you feel free. I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to getting your feedback about the episode So I'm super excited to get into today's episode, but before I do, I want to say a couple of things on this intro. All of us have narcissistic traits. There are some areas in our lives where things are just about us and it's just, that's just how we feel. It's about us and we're focused on us and how that thing can work out in our benefit to our advantage. We're not talking about that on this show. We're talking about a person who has been diagnosed with NPD. But let let me be clear, there are a lot of people out here that are full-fledged narcissists that have never been diagnosed with NPD. Usually because most narcissistic people, you're never going to find them in therapy. Narcissistic people do not like therapy. They do not like to go and air out their stuff to anybody. They do not like to be held accountable. They don't want to hear what may be the truth to them. Sometimes they don't really want to know what's reality. Um, and sometimes they just really don't want to drag up anything that may cause them to have to face something, deal with it and possibly try to heal from it. Narcissistic people do not like their apple carts turned over. They like to control a situation and therapy does not allow them to control a narrative or the situation. In the case of what you guys heard in part one with Leon, Leon was forced to go to therapy. And after the third therapist, Leon began to listen and then learn more about himself. And I love the fact that he has taken what he's learned in something that was so traumatizing for him that gave him this disorder to protect himself and to preserve himself in the way that he felt he needed to and saying, okay, well, let me take what I've learned about myself and give it back to people and tell them, okay, like you got to be aware, you got to wake up because we're out here. There's a lot of damaged people out here, damaging people. And you've got to be able to identify the damaging qualities that some people have that are simply there to just take and destroy you. And it's hard to believe that there are people out here functioning this way. But if you're over 25 years old, you probably have realized by now that uh, it's a lot of evil out here in the world. I appreciate and I love Leon for turning that situation in his life around and choosing to educate people And I'm excited to share that on tomorrow night, that's September 14th, 2023 at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on my Instagram account, These Three Things Podcast, 
Leon and I are going to go live and we are going to talk about narcissistic terms, what they mean and how he has used them in his relationships with women. And keep in mind, as I said at the end of the last episode, a lot of these traits you can take and apply to a woman and they would be doing the exact same thing. But Leon's going to share with us and we're going to talk about terms like supply, love bombing, gaslighting, breadcrumbing, the reverse love bomb, no contact, flying monkeys, future faking, silent treatment. We're going to talk about all of them. So if you are out here dating or if you are dating someone that you think may be a narcissist, come join us tomorrow and listen to what Leon says. And maybe you can identify if the person that you're with may be functioning with some form of a narcissistic personality disorder. If you are out here dating, it will help you to recognize the signs early on if a person is moving with narcissistic traits, with toxic traits. Usually by the time you realize that you're dealing with a narcissist, they've already done you dirty. You've already been discarded. You already are aware and starting to remember and realize ways that you have been manipulated, ways that you were lied to, ways that you were deceived, things that were done to you, you're probably just now waking up to it. So again, let me get out of the way so you guys can hear part two. At the end of part one, Leon was talking about what happens after you've gone no contact, but you just miss him or her so much that you just had to reach out. Leon was talking about what really happens to you when you're not strong enough to just walk away. So let's get into the self-aware narcissist part two with Leon Walker. Enjoy. I'm gonna do anything I can to get your attention, hurt your feelings, and get you to stop, no, get out of no contact. And once you get my attention, and I come back, the you cycle starts forever. all over. Yeah, because now, how dare you make me wait? How dare you not call me? Oh, no, um, you acting like me. Only one of us can act like me in this relationship, that's me. But Leon, you hurt my feelings. I had to do something. No, you didn't. I'm dysfunctional. I need you to help me. I don't have to help you. You good. That's just reverse psychology. Yeah. No doggone well, she don't need to help me. She shouldn't help me. But I had to trick her into helping me. Because guess what? Good-natured women, strong women, successful women see me as a little project. And they don't want to work on Leon. So it hurts you to give up on me. And I know this. So I'm going to play. It's going to play in my favor. How you walk away from me? I know I, I was wrong for yelling and screaming. I know you caught me sex. I know you caught me out with a girl. But you know I'm dysfunctional, baby. You are not, you're not dysfunctional. You can't even understand my dysfunction. But you, I told you, my mother discarded me when I was left. So now you gonna discard me? No, 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 Leon. I mean, no, no, no. That's what. You, so now I got you because you now you like oh, emotional, and you horny. Leon, you actually said that to somebody. You these things oh. you're saying, you said this to a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was anything wrong with it either. I do now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, always. I was very manipulative, especially if you got away and you thought you were strong. You were just like get away from me and just like oh, do your thing. I, I know. Uh. Uh-uh. We don't do that. You don't, you can't leave me. You're not a leaver. I'm a leaver. I have to leave you. You can't leave me. It's wrong for you to leave me. I was abandoned. I was discarded. So don't you do that. You can't do that. If you do it, you don't mean it. You're going to come back and I'm going to do it to you and I'm going to hurt you and I'm going to leave you for good. What do you want to do? 
Yeah, you're right. That's just women that was like emotional and dysfunctional and broken like me. It was just, I played the game and I liked the game that I was playing because it was better to be demonic and evil and dysfunctional than it was to be normal and loving and caring. I didn't want no parts of that. So did you approach every relationship this way? Like when you met a new woman, did you go into it at the beginning thinking she might be the one? Like I really like her, especially if she was a good girl. Like you knew she was a quality woman. Did you go into this thinking she might be the one? This might be the one that can get me. This might be the one that yeah. can make me. And then eventually it goes back to the You same. know why? Why? Because I got scared. Narcissistic people are, are afraid to get close to people. And then when I start to walk away or discard or ghost, they'll go, what's wrong with me, Leon? Why did you do this? Why me? Why, 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 why? And I make her think that it was her, but it wasn't her. It was me, but it was her in a good way because I was starting to like her too much. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, she's going to leave me too. I ain't going through that pain. My mother left me. That's a hurtful thing. I'm not, that hurt me, that hurt me my entire life. So if you hurt me again, I'm going to be hurt again for my entire life. Nah, let me go on and hurt her and not really like her. Yeah. Have you been able to get to, so I want to start transitioning into now Leon. Okay. Because mm -hmm. uh, at the end of this, we're going to leave all of your uh, social media handles for those of people who don't know you. I don't know who don't know you at this point, Leon, but we're going to leave all your social media handles so they can go learn more of your backstory and watch your videos on how you educate and, and tell. But I want to talk more about the now, Leon. Like, have you been able to access love inside and, and feel loving relationships? And like, when you're intimate with a woman, like, actually allow yourself to feel. Are you present now? Have you have you been able to get to that? Yeah. So what happens is, every time that I was <clears throat> ghosting or gaslighting or discounting, it was because I was projecting onto her what I was doing or going to do. It. I made myself think that she was going to do it. It wasn't even true. Mm -hmm. That's a woman go, what are you talking about, Leon? I'm like, you know, I don't know. You tripping, girl. Something ain't right. I was blaming her for what I was doing. So I never gave myself a chance to let my guard down and fall in love. I could do it. I want to be faithful. I want to I wanna be monogamous. You right? want to be faithful now? Yeah, I want to be monogamous. I don't want those, those injuries and those issues. Do you know how to be? be yeah, I knew how okay. then I just chose, it was a, a decision like to separate myself from attachment, from caring, from love. I was big on avoiding everything, mm -hmm. right? So I want to be exclusive. I miss that. I've had women, I've always had good women in my life. Mm -hmm. They were always exclusive to me. I wasn't that dude, but I was running, well, so I was very promiscuous. I was very hoarse. I was very sluttish. Um, I was very lustful, I was very greedy. So even though she's a good woman, she looked good, she's educated, I got bored pretty quick because I separated myself from possibly falling in love and getting engaged and getting married, which I did, but it wasn't real. <clears throat> so I was detached before I was attached. Have you ever been in love? I, the closest I got to it was probably three different women and I was like feeling something about them that was different from all the other women. And that was, that's probably was the love that I was afraid to connect myself with. So at this point, what are you 58 now? You said you're 58. 58. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
and you don't feel like you have rightfully been in love with anybody? Oh no, I know that for a fact. I I know I know that I was there with three women, mm-hmm. mainly two because one one started just, but two for sure, two for sure. Um, I was there with those two. I was there, and it, yeah, I know for a fact. Yeah. So you are you seeing anybody now? Not now. No. I'm ready though. I'm capable. Okay, well, Leon, you're not no bad looking man now. You know, I mean, you know, you know what you bring to the table. I mean, cause, I yeah. So are you single because you, you want to be single or are you single yeah, because? I'm, I'm single because I'm, you know, working and building my brand and doing this stuff now. But a woman just so happens to come during the process of all mm. of this, you know, these videos and me traveling and writing and speaking, then I will very much consider it because I like doing things with a woman, you know? I like having a great time. I like having deep conversations. I like learning about her. I was doing all these things anyway, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Sharon. I just wasn't connecting and, and committing. You know, I know a lot about women. I know how to listen. Oh yeah. I know how to be understanding. I know how to be patient. I just chose most of my narcissistic ways. I chose not to do it. I chose to do it because I didn't want to be a good, better person, a boyfriend or a husband. Mm-hmm. I knew what was going on. It's like not like narcissistic people were clueless, don't know what to do. The, the problem is we know what to do too well. Yeah. Yeah. Is that intentional? Because when I listen to you talk and you break it all down to like how you know emotionally where she's at right now because we're apart. And I know she's missing me and I know she feels okay, this you know? way. Yeah, yeah. Like, it. you know, the insidious the insidiousness and the diabolicalness of all of that is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like... You've, it's crazy. Yeah, go but ahead. But you remember, we had to, uh, I adapted to this mindset and I adopted this lifestyle. So to me, it wasn't crazy. So that's why I could go through life without a worry in the world, without like thinking that it was crazy. Unlike you, you like, it isn't serious and crazy and dysfunctional. You go, well, Leon, I'm like, well, Leon, what? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm okay with it. How come you're not? Because you're not me. I'm not you. I could be you. I want to be you. But I'm more comfortable being me because it's safer because of my heart yeah. and my dysfunction and my abuse and neglect. That could go back to that just like that. But yeah, it's, it's insidious and it's all of that. It, and it's like, but you remember, abnormal is normal to me. My brain works in the opposite until I decide to go to therapy and switch it around. Yeah. Because my, my normal being abnormal, I chose that because it was safe for my heart. Like I said earlier, I knew what was going on. I knew what to do. Yeah. I'm just going to go over here and I'll be back. Because I was always accepted back. I was taken back. So are you still low-key afraid of love? No. So no, no, no. No. So I'm not afraid because, remember, I was afraid because I was projecting onto them what I was doing. And they were like, like, what are you, like, Leon, I'm not, I don't even do, Leon, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, whatever. It was the projection part that really got me. It got me, but in my mind at the time, it kept me safe. So I was like, yeah, that's projection. So what you do it, get over it. I'm going to do it anyway. Bye. Don't like me. Don't love me. Too bad. Quit crying. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. And it was just that easy and simple for me because I wasn't immersed in love and affection. Yeah. Are you an affectionate man? I can be. Yeah. Naturally. You, you know why? Huh? Naturally, are you? 
without Na intention. Naturally, right. So the intentional type to manipulate a woman, I don't want to do that. I want it to be like naturally a hug, a rubber hand, a rubber thigh. I dream about these things now, not like in a lustful way, but it's like in a, a way that I want to, I feel these things. Mm -hmm. Before I didn't feel it, it was like I felt it with herpes, I turned on, I'm horny. It was being vindictive and manipulative. But now it's like a, it's like a feeling like, hey, I prayed that. Yeah. yeah. Before I had access to all of that, I'm like, ah, yeah. I hug her, she gonna be happy. I hold her hand, she gonna be <laughs> goo goo guy. Ah. <laughs> all the mess. Yeah. So I can only imagine. And I think before you and I ever really connected and had conversation, every time I would look at some of your videos, I would, I would think to myself, like, I can only imagine how many women look at Leon's videos and are like, Oh, I just want to save Leon. I'm in his DMS like Leon, you are just, I know it has to be ridiculous, Leon, because women, sometimes we just natural, we're, na we're natural nurturers, nurturers, mm -hmm. and we want to save everything. And yeah. Everybody wants to save you. Every woman wants to save you. Every woman thinks that she's the woman for you. Yeah. And now it's like, because I'm so honest and like, here I am, you know, it's like, okay, cool. But before I wasn't like, here I am. I was like, kiss me if you can, girl. That type of thing. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You good, you good. Okay, so I'm close. I'm coming to a close now. So the last thing that I want to talk to you about, and then I want to give you a chance to share what anything that we didn't talk about that you feel like would be good for my audience to know, just about narcissism in general, whatever you you know want to share. But let's talk about spirituality now, okay? Mm -hmm. And like you said, when you were functioning in your narcissism at its highest, like you didn't even want to smell a Bible, like you don't want to be around a Bible, like spiritually now with you know your consciousness and awareness of all the things that's, that's happened in your life like where are you spiritually i'm good um much closer i got a bible lady a friend of mine bought me a bible for the first time at 58 years i'll be 58 in october for the first time at almost 50 years old i claimed the man as my pastor rc blakes i love rc and you know what i emailed him right and so I got an email back. It was like, well, he doesn't do any consultation. I said, I don't want a consultation. I just want to holler at my man. It's okay. Send an email back. Hey, what are you doing April 4th? I'm like, I'll be here. Boom. Zoom link. We talked for two hours. Me and R.C. Blitz. Mm -hmm. So never did that. Never sat down with the pastor before. Never claimed the pastor is my pastor. It feels good. I watch his videos. I got to crack my Bible open. Um... I hear things about God now. It feels good. Before I was like, I don't want to hear that. Church, I ain't going to church. Shut up. You know, I always, I didn't want to look at the stained glass in the church building. I was like, it's ugly to me. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. So now it's like I have a good taste in my mouth about the Bible, about God, about people that are talking about God. It's like, I, I feel it now. Before people talk about God, it used to irritate me. I used to want Jehovah Winston to come to my door just so I could slam the door in the face when I was younger. <laughs> that was bad, Sharon. I know. <laughs> like, here they come. Here they come. They about to get it. <laughs> That's terrible, Leon. Like, like looking at like, hey, 
Like, come on, you know. Oh, gosh. Okay, so, and the only reason why I'm asking about the spiritual piece of it is because I want to just get a view of what the process has been like, like how it's how it's moving for you. Like how the, like, have you had that moment where like you've gone before God and like, God, I repent for all these things that I've done. Or are you just kind of like, I'm trying to be more open to hearing about God and, and receiving that all. Like, where are you? Like, yeah, as far so, as that. So what happened is <clears throat> God has always been around me. I've always felt the presence mm -hmm. always as narcissistic as I am, as I was when I was doing my thing and all this stuff. Um, my mindset, I've always felt the presence of God. So I didn't think that I would like, hey, you know, I'm going to go repent, man. You know, that. Nope. It was, it was always there. I just had to turn my life over and stop doing what I was doing a little bit at a time, you know? Yeah. I was afraid that if I give up all this stuff, what am I giving up? I wasn't really giving up anything. It was the things I was holding on to that were killing me. So it's like, man, you can be a better person. You can live a better life. People are like, you have no idea what it's like to be close to God. You can, you can be healthier. I mean, I'm like, shit, whatever. Yeah, y'all did this. Go to Bible study every Wednesday. I ain't doing it. But the more I let God into my life, things started happening for me. I started feeling better. Um, <clears throat> thoughts were just pouring down. But like in these videos I do, I don't plan these videos, Sharona. I don't plan them. Mm -hmm. I don't plan them. It just boom, it, it happens. Yeah. 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 I don't plan it. I don't sit down and write long. I might take maybe a minute or two and like, okay, boom, God, boom. Post it. I wake up writing notes. So I've always had people around me that were close to God. That were my ex-girlfriend was in the church. She knew the Bible really well. She's the one that got me to doing these videos. And I was like, all right. Um, but I've also met people that um, had a high level of discernment, but they also had a high level of of a demonic spirit. And they would make me mad. I'm like, this is this is why I'm not doing the Bible thing or the church yeah. thing. I know who you are. And you go to church. I see you in the pulpit, dude. And over here, you come back to work, you flirting with these girls. I'm like, man, get out of my face. I'll never come to your church. I told the dude, I told the dude that. I'm like, man, you treat me to come to your church. Guess what? I ain't got to come. I ain't coming back. Yeah. I should start arguing in this church right now. I was ready. Oh, he had me hot. But I wasn't going to do that, you know. Um, but yeah, I've always, I've always had the presence of God around me. I always knew it, too. Yeah. I just played with God a lot. Yeah. Unnarcissistic people do that too. That's just, I mean, people. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, two yeah. women I want to talk about quick question on this one. This one you could probably answer quickly. And then I want to know about the ex-girlfriend that brought you into social media and was like, Leon, you could help a lot of people. Your ex-wife, are you and her in a good place now? Are y'all like, yeah, cool? we cool. Yeah, we cool. And it's crazy. Cause every time she called or I see her, we hang out. I'll be like, I'm still so shameful. I'm, I am so shameful. It's like, man, she's strong. I'm like, how did you? If my fiance came to me and said she was pregnant by another man, ain't no way I'm staying. I had another woman pregnant. I was engaged with my girlfriend, and she stayed when we got married. We stayed for 12 years. The lady had the baby. My daughter's 27 now. Just imagine, I had never thought about it like that until like last year, I think. Mm -hmm. Man, what if your fiance got pregnant by another man? And you stayed with her and she had the baby. Would you do that? My wife stayed with me. I, I don't have the strength to, I don't know. I don't have the strength to do that. Oh no, I can't even, uh-uh. That's too, that's way too much for me. I could, a dude could, my ex-wife could be looking at him and I'd be hurt. Like, I mean, when I was with her, who, why are you standing there? Let alone have a, get pregnant by a dude and had a baby? Yeah. Oh, 
I knew then I was like, I'm a weak dude. I am weak. But we cool. Yeah, we cool. cool. And the yeah. ex-girlfriend who said, Leon, you should put this on social media. When she first yeah. said that to you, what did you think? I was like, do you really want me to do that? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay. So I did it. And it went viral. And she's like, now, Leon, I didn't know you were going to put all that in the video. She said, the video scared me and spooked me. My first one, June 2021. Um, you remember the group, the choir not a choir group the mary mary mm -hmm. yes she got my video and she reposted on her page and it went viral and then beyonce's mother got a video of mine and she reposted on her page and went viral mm -hmm. people were calling me i was like so now i'm like oh this so my narcissist started like yeah oh, wow look at this you know viral video fifty thousand views hundred thousand views two thousand two hundred thousand three hundred thousand million views i'm like oh wow my girl put me on to something but it was, no, nah, I wasn't ready for what was coming. Because I didn't realize that people, narcissism was trending. Because I was, like, not talking about it. Yeah. I was, like, low-key, like, doing my thing, living their life as a narcissist, you know? Diagnosed, therapy, still dating. Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, and I thought when I did the video, I was like, you set me up. She's like, no, I didn't know me. I just think you should just tell people about it, talk about it. And the videos kept going viral and viral. People kept calling me. I'm like, ooh, numbers kept going up, views kept going up. Then I'm like, all right. Then I did another video. She's like, look, I, why didn't you tell me you was going to do the video? I'm like, I don't have to tell you I'm doing the damn dog on video. So we got into it. And then she called me and said, no, I can't. You know, I can't I can't be with you with your personality disorder, your issue. I can't do it. And she broke up with me. I'm like, all right. I knew then I wasn't really ready to date. Mm -hmm. I was digging her. Beautiful lady inside and out. A lot of fun, laughter. Um, but it just it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I was working the guy for her. I was putting her in her life, but she was putting my life to expose me with my narcissism and to help the world. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Okay. And last question, and then it's on you. So where would you, where would you say you are now? Like, are you a recovering narcissist? Are you a former narcissist? Are you a, uh, what, what, what would you say you are at this point? So I will always have narcissistic personality disorder. It doesn't go away. So I don't even like using recovering or I'll definitely, I definitely won't say former, mm -hmm. but I learned how to regulate my emotions and feelings and learn how to not to react so fast and listen more and, and be more intentful and, and honest and genuine. This is a whole new thing for me. Yeah. Before I'd be like, first one to say, I don't give up, you know, I'm like, hell out of my face. I'm, you know, I was big with that. I'm like, lie too bad. I don't care. Don't cry. Get out of my face. Shut up. Be quiet. I don't want to hear it. Blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, and it's just women trigger me sometimes. I'll be like, and I get mad, my whole body gets hot. I'm like, don't do that. I don't, why did you say that? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to argue. Nah, 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 nah. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, self aware, they call it. I see a lot of people saying self aware. I'm not self aware, I'm aware because of the help of a psychotherapist, psychiatrist, mm -hmm. talk therapy. So they call it self-aware. I see people, but I just don't understand that self-aware. I'm self-aware. I'm aware of myself, but um, I just, in, in consistent, constant recovery. So in my medical record, it says therapy is indefinite for this patient. Yeah. And it's like a all caps stamp. Are you I'm still like, in therapy now? 
Nah, I can go back anytime though. Yeah. I'm fine. These videos are what these videos and interviews are what help me. They keep you. As the yeah. church folks say, they keep you. Keep you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So Leon, share what you know, whatever's on your heart to share in closing, you know, with um my guest that we didn't talk about or that you feel like you wanna, you know, you wanna say about narcissism in closing. Yeah, just um stop throwing the word around loosely. People throw it around and you know, a man could sneeze. Girl, you hear how you seen? He's a narcissist. They just throw the word around like everybody's a narcissist. Most people haven't got diagnosed. A lot of them won't get diagnosed. But just be aware of the traits. Understand who you're dealing with. Watch people's patterns. Don't just pay attention to the red flags. Pay attention, pay attention to the white flags. What does that person surrender? Don't be so hard on people, you know? People are fearful. I mean, listen to people. Ask about their past, their parents, you know, have they been in therapy, are they in therapy, what do they think about therapy? You know, date with intent, date with, with ask questions on a date that you wouldn't normally ask. You know, things that are different, things that are deep, things that are make you grow together and understand each other and don't hide things. I hear things all my life. My mother hid things from us, you know, and I was like, man, I got this bad. But I had to learn how to be approachable um, not to react so fast and to work on my anger issues. I still have a lot of anger issues. I still have, which I probably always have severe PTSD. So people out here are hurting. Everybody has something. Mm -hmm. Don't just judge people and put people down and cast people to the side. Just don't, you know, listen to people and talk and be fair and be open and honest and, you know, give people a chance. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you cried? Um, Actually, not too long ago. Now I cry easier, but before it, it was years. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, do I do I even have tear ducts? But it's like I was, I get into deep thoughts sometimes, and I tear up. Mm -hmm. It feels good though. It's like, man, that felt good. But before, before therapy, somebody say, "Ask me last time you cried." Probably about 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank don't you. Don't need no tear ducts. You can have my tear ducts. I donate them. I will say that. <laughs> wild. Just wild. <laughs> you know, Leon, thank you. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for just being extremely transparent and sharing your soul. You know, that's really what you're doing. And it's probably healing you in, in ways that we we probably can't physically see with our own eyes, but that you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I pray, my prayer for you is that you find love like that you get to experience the love that you that just overtakes you that overwhelms you that your little heart just didn't even imagine that you could receive right. I, I pray that right. you find that because you deserve yeah. it you know thank you i appreciate that thank you for having me. i enjoyed it uh we can do it again whenever you want to absolutely absolutely this is sharana reeves you just met leon walker we talked about narcissism i'll be right back with these three things Hey, everybody, if you are a frequent listener of these three things podcast and you haven't left a review on Apple podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Go right now, Apple podcast and leave a review and tell me what you loved about this episode or tell me about your favorite episode or something that you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks.
Hey, this is Sharana Reeves. I am back with Leon Walker. Thank you guys for joining us for part two of the self-aware narcissist. And it is time for these three things. Number one, at all cost. Ladies, it's really easy to listen to this episode and talk about how terrible of a man Leon has been. And it's not just Leon. Maybe you thought back on an ex that just really did you wrong, treated and talked to you so bad that when it was all finally over, you were left completely broken. Y'all know those conversations we have with our girlfriends after that bad breakup that sound like this. Girl, that man talked to me so bad that my self-esteem was so low when it was over. I don't even know how I got back up. It took me years to get my self-esteem back. Girl, that Negro cheated on me so many times. My pH balance stayed off. I stayed at urgent care getting treated for BV. Or what about this one? Friend, I took him back so many times because he kept promising me that he was done messing around only for me to find out. He wasn't. But ladies, I have a hard question for y'all. Did he do those things to you or did you allow it? I get giving a man a chance, maybe even two. And I get that we all make mistakes. But ladies, how many chances and mistakes must you take? Because at some point, We have to start taking responsibility in how we allow someone to treat us. At some point, we have to admit that it ain't his fault that we keep going back to his lying and cheating ass. When do we love and value ourselves enough that we don't allow his bedroom skills to hold us hostage to his brand of narcissistic toxic? He can't damage the woman that departed and he can't lie to the sister who leaves And he can't cheat on someone who canceled him already. I know as women, we love hard, but even the Bible tells us to guard our hearts. Trying to be ride or die for a toxic man will only damage you and leave you feeling lost. Take responsibility for how you allow someone to treat you and protect yourself at all costs. Number Two, red flags. You met him on Tuesday. You're the love of his life on Sunday. Red flag. You went on two dates and now she's talking about moving in together. Red flag. Yeah, girl, he told me about all his exes. He said he's single because, you know, all of them was crazy. Red flag. You went out on a date and he left knowing more about you than you do about him. Red flag. He's buying you expensive gifts and you've only known him a month. Red flag. You tell him you have to get off the phone because you have an early morning and a busy day at work tomorrow 
and he keeps talking like he didn't even hear a word you said for a whole nother hour and you don't say anything. Red flag. Your intuition tells you something isn't right about her. Red flag. See, here's the point. The flags are red. We can see them and we ignore them. But here's what you're missing, ladies. Every red flag that you ignored, accepted, or didn't call out was a test of your boundaries by the narcissist. Narcissists are intentional. Their game plan is very clear. So ladies, stop getting caught up in these inappropriate gifts, his sweet words, and a little bit of attention, and start addressing those red flags, my dear. Number three, I promised everyone that I would leave Leon's social media sites so that you can continue to follow him on his journey as he continues to educate us on narcissistic personality disorder. Here's how you can keep up with Leon after this show. You can follow him on TikTok and YouTube at Leon R. Walker Jr. You can follow him on Instagram at Leon R. Walker and you can follow him on Facebook at Leon Walker. I want to take this moment to thank Leon for coming on the show and bearing his heart and soul and his life experience as he continues to educate and thrive through narcissistic personality disorder. And don't forget to join Leon and I tomorrow night, September 14th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on my Instagram at these three things podcast, where we're going to be talking about narcissistic terms to help you identify narcissistic traits early on so that you're not out here wasting your time trying to love someone who's not ready to receive it. I am Sharana Reeves. This is these three things podcast, and I'll see you on the next episode.